Welcome to the Empath and the Narcissist Podcast, where you regain your sparkle back after narcissistic abuse. I am your host, Raven Scott, and I welcome you here to the show. If you are new and are enjoying this podcast, help me help others. Rate and review. Free yourself from narcissistic abuse and draw long-lasting, powerful boundaries. Get your free workshop now at ravenscott.show forward slash free dash workshop. Welcome back to part two of how empaths can embrace their feelings and become more powerful. You are a true powerhouse. This is why the narcissist was attracted to you. And as we continue in this journey here of all the different ways we can do this to tap into our power, I wanted to share with you a quote from Marianne Williamson from Tears to Triumph. Spirituality is not some pale, pink, gauzy, psychologically unsophisticated understanding of the world. Rather, it represents the most profound elucidation of how the mind operates and how it filters our experience. It recognizes the extraordinary depth of our most fundamental yearning, our yearning for love, and the extraordinary pain that we feel when we don't find it. This is such a beautiful truth bomb here from Marianne Williamson. And I agree with her in this point of, Sometimes we think spirituality is up in the ethers and is so esoteric that sometimes we don't even try and strive to, I don't know, to to grow in it because we're like, wow, that just seems too out there. Or there's too many cults or I've been burned too many times from this church or that religion. But it's true. What we're trying to do is just connect to that love. And connecting with the narcissist is the unhealthy way of trying to find that love because we're receiving again that dopamine signal in our brain and in the book white hot truth by danielle laporte she writes but if we're operating from our real power rooted in our self-love and respect we'd steer clear of people who obviously aren't going to meet our most important needs We would avoid taking on relationships as projects and instead seek relationships centered around growing together. We'd get with people who see us as clearly as we see them and we'd co-write a true love story in that beautiful light. So the main thing that I've shared with you before is stop caring what they think. The first point in our part two of how empaths can embrace their feelings and become more powerful is stop caring what they think. Their ideas and their guilt and their salesmanship on how you should live does not reflect on truly how you should live because that's their path. Like I said, if we all have our own paths and they wind here or there and they're all a unique color and they're not exactly matching, Why or how should they be able to tell us how to live on our path? Their path is orange. Our path is purple, whatever color, right? It doesn't match up and everyone has their own unique path. When you stop caring what they think and stop thinking that they care, 
you truly will be able to find peace and love and freedom in your life. That really compares to nothing. And when it comes to the narcissist, it brings me to this parable. Again, I'll share it again just in case you've missed it, you're new here, or I'll remind you if you don't remember me telling it to you. It's the story of the snake and the turtle. They both reached a river and they were at an impasse. And the turtle obviously can go in the water and was just about to cross it. And the snake said, hey, I need to cross the river. Can I hop on your back? Can you give me a ride? And the turtle said, no, you're going to bite my neck. And then we'll both drown. That's, I'm not doing that. I want to live. Thank you very much. And he started going off. And the turtle said, no, no, wait, wait. I, I promise I won't bite you. That would be silly. Why would I bite you? Because if I bite you, then we both drowned. And the turtle was like, well, yeah, we do have a point. So he allowed the snake on his back. They cross the river. They're at the midway point and the snake bites the turtle's neck. And the turtle said, why did you bite me? You said you wouldn't. Now we're both going to drown. And the snake said, I couldn't help it. And this is the true nature of the narcissist with who is diagnosed NPD and who has hurt you over and over again. They cannot help it. It is their coping mechanism. It is part of their nature. It is set in stone by age 18. It has been formed in concrete and the biggest mistake is that you try and fix them you trust them to go on your back thinking that arrogantly to be honest that they won't bite you you're special they know that they're they can't do that otherwise you both die or in a non-life or death situation is you think that you're above everyone else that they hurt but the true fact is you are just the same as everyone else. The only person they don't hurt is themselves. Except in reality, they do hurt themselves because they're acting in a very unhealthy way and they lose relationships left and right. And in their deepest, darkest moments, they are very sad. So stop believing in the lies. Stop caring what they think. Don't let them on your back to cross the river. Okay? Got it. Number two is detach energetic cords from your emotional body to others' emotional bodies and cut out the enmeshed relationships. We talked about this in episode 74. It's actually the aftermath of narcissist abuse. That enmeshed relationship is toxic. And I get it. It's unconscious. You have grown up only knowing enmeshed relationships. But now that you know, now that you're aware, now it's on you to choose to detach those energetic cords. And I know this goes back to stop caring because if you detach those energetic cords, the other person is not going to love you how you have been loved before, right? That codependent of like, they need me for this and I need them for that is the only way we can relate. But if it continues to hurt you like the snake and the turtle, then you have to stop. You have to stop relating that way. And sometimes that means that you don't get to relate at all. And that's okay. Sometimes people come in our life for a short time to wake us up and realize, hey, this is what's happening. And sometimes the reality is, yeah, you have to mourn the loss of that relationship. And you don't get to spend as much time with them. But eventually, as you build new healthy relationships, 
and you feel more free and you become more and more detached energetically to that emotion and you're like wow why did I do that in the first place I'm so silly I was just crazy for allowing them to treat me like that but it takes time it's like peeling away the layer of the onion and for you to embrace your feelings and to become more powerful you have to take hard steps and get outside of your comfort zone that's how we grow so you can do this energetic cord cutting through a type of meditation um, kind of like a you can even use reiki as well as incense and just kind of breathe in and breathe it out and imagine these cords between you and the other person severing as you're breathing in and out burning a candle or incense and again our minds are very powerful and that's all it takes is for your mind to say I am no longer connected to you in this way I would love to relate to you you know at a distance come every once in a while but you're not coming into my house and doing all of this stuff and spreading all your negative energy and blaming me for everything and I'm not taking responsibility for your bad actions anymore so it's very simple Um, and yeah you can do it there's a lot of you can even contact a Reiki master to get more if you would like a little bit more of an intense cord disconnection detachment Number three of how you, empath, can embrace your power and your emotions is to develop your self-worth. Yes, over and over, I will talk about self-worth. This is the crux, right? This is the core of the apple, your self-worth. If it's in the gutter, if you have none, yeah, you're going to allow others to treat you really badly. And you're going to be like, thank you, sir, may I have another? (laughs) And you just keep coming back and back for it but when you develop your self-worth just like I had read the quote from Danielle Laporte you don't you don't put up with it anymore you love yourself so much and you respect yourself so much that there are boundaries drawn you don't need to put up with that anymore and sometimes it takes having a child to defend rather than yourself because it's a lot easier to defend our children than ourselves And that's the beautiful gift of having them come into our lives and really give us a kick in the butt and say, self-worth boot camp, here you come, because you're not having these people treat your children how you were treated. And yeah, I'm sure you've all experienced that kind of awakening moment. And that's why you're here listening to the podcast. So ways to develop your self-worth are affirmations, rewriting those mirror neurons, loving yourself, tapping into your intuition just giving yourself time and space and journaling and pleasure and self-love exercises yoga anything that just brings you joy and says yes this is loving to me please let me do this and every month in the newsletter I send out a self-care guide for each zodiac so there's lots of different ways that you can take care of yourself and develop your self-worth that I share with you, you can sign up for that newsletter in the link in the show notes. Number four, how do you embrace those emotions and gain your power empath? This is a really cool one. You graduate from being a maiden, a codependent child, to a mother. And not like physically, like you don't have to have children to become a mother. It's It's a phase in life. It's like an archetype. So the maiden is... You're new, you're learning, you're a child. 
you're just understanding how the world works. Whereas now you're a mother, you need to graduate into motherhood. So I actually just recently did this ritual for myself. It was really, really empowering, again, through my underworld time with the Leo new moon portal. And I'm going to share with you the maiden maiden traits that I found in myself, and you might relate to me and find them in yourself. Desire to be loved from outside sources. You feel lonely, jealous, you're numbing, distracted, you're vain, judgmental, low self-esteem, naive, self-sacrificing, resentful, guilty, ashamed, mistrusting, self-identity found in others, please your parents, fixed mindset, victim, living in lack mindset, sensitive, needy, hypocritical, hide behind others, codependent, and your ego rules. Now, if you transition that into the mother, the mother traits would be you love yourself, one and only, unconditionally, no matter if anyone else loves you on the outside. You feel solid and secure. You're grounded. You feel totally fine being alone. You lift other people up. You see collaboration versus competition. You embrace all the emotions and you sit with them and you feel them. You don't grab for some type of substance to numb it. You are not distracted. So you are really honed in and in tuned. You're focused and you kind of flow with what needs to happen and what goes on. You really don't care about what you look like. You are inclusive. Love is love. Whatever, you know, it's like you do you. You have solid self-esteem. You are wise. You will not be fooled anymore. You enjoy love, self-love practices and life in pleasurable moments. You are compassionate. You are not persuaded by guilt or shame. You are solid and confident. You are trusting of those and you, you are trusting in healthy relationships and you're curious in new relationships and don't immediately distrust them. Your self-identity is grounded and rooted in your own self and soul, your own soul seed. You are not a people pleaser anymore. You do not care. You have a growth mindset all the time, learning and growing. You are a thriver. You are a survivor. You live in abundance, even if that's just the sweater on your back and the children in your arms. Your sensations and emotions are regulated, meaning you can filter out what is not your energy and emotions, and you can filter in and understand and know within yourself what your emotions are. And you embrace the crying. You embrace the laughing. You embrace the feelings and sensations in your body as signs and signals in a healthy way for you to communicate. You need none. You can do it on your own. Whatever you need to get done, you will get it done on your own. You work to act in integrity. What you do is what you say. And you work really hard to not talk behind other people's backs. And you apologize when you may have acted out of being hypocritical, out of maybe a, an old habit. 
You stand strong and you shine your light out boldly and you are independent and your ego is balanced. So you see, all of those things are what you maybe wish to strive for. Maybe there's a few things there that you're lacking or the whole list. You're like, oh my gosh, I'm the maiden. I need to figure out how to switch to the mother. And again, all of the exercises that I personally practice in the meditations and the self-development, the self-growth, rewiring of my brain and the affirmations and just the perpetual learning, right? The self-improvement, learning and growth, reading, you know, I have this beautiful pleasure of the podcast of learning from all the experts coming on to the show to allow me to do so. And you can too. There's a vast amount of information out there. The internet is available. This is not hard anymore to understand, to, to get the tools that you need and to have the therapists and the coaches and the resources to get you there. And a lot of it is just tuning into yourself, your self-love, doing your work, which I'm really excited about having the app up and going for you by January of next year. So you have these tools at your fingertips you can practice every day to continue to coach you through this journey into motherhood from maidenhood. And of course, you can do a ritual. I'm going to have Sarah Durham Wilson on the podcast, the author of Maiden to Mother, Unlocking Our Archetypal Journey into the Mature Feminine. I'm so excited to have her on the podcast. Just stay tuned and make sure you don't miss that. She has a ritual in her book. It's not so much a ritual, but she explains how she facilitates rituals. And I've done that and really transitioned myself from maiden to motherhood. And I know that you can do it too. So definitely take a listen to her book, either on Audible or grab it on Amazon. And stay tuned to hear her on the podcast soon. And the last one that I'm going to do and also lead you in a guided meditation is to build up your protection, your empath protection. We all have these auras, these energy auras a little bit outside of our bodies. The energetic body kind of is like a sphere outside of ourselves and within our chakras. And when as an empath you have yours open, you soak in everything like a sponge and is really right uneasy and uncomfortable. So practicing this meditation, you can start doing it daily for yourself. If you're feeling exhausted all the time by going out into the world, then practice this empath protection meditation regularly to understand how it works. And then once you get the hang of it, you can do it yourself within like two minutes. You just take a deep breath, breathe in, ground yourself and root, and then spring forth your bubble around yourself and you're good to go. So I'm going to guide you into that meditation today as a little bit of a bonus on the episode. And the transcript to this is in my book, Empath and the Narcissist. Get settled in, find a comfortable place to sit in a quiet space that is private. And let's get into this meditation. Close your eyes, elongate your spine nice and tall if you're sitting or long if you're lying down. Take a deep breath in and a deep breath out. 
place your left hand on your heart and your right hand on your belly. Taking a deep breath in again, feeling the rise of your belly and chest and out with a big sigh out of your mouth. Ha. Take a deep breath in and out. Ha. Now breathe nice and easy and steady. Just a nice relaxed breathing. Find yourself in a serene, quiet location in your mind with your eyes closed. Maybe it's your favorite place in nature, a forest, or near a body of water, or a floating above a stream, or on the coast. Taking a deep breath in, and a deep breath out. Breathe in, and out. Continue breathing, relax. Sit tall with your spine straight and envision a root growing down from your seat bone and the base of your spine growing into the floor. Envision it growing down deeper into layers of the rock, down through the earth's layers, growing down, down, down down into the earth's mantle and rooting and grabbing onto a crystal in the magma of the earth's core. Imagine that crystal sending white light back up your root connected from the magma to your spine, slowly shining. Watch the white light travel slowly up the root of your spine, up, 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 up through the layers of the earth from the magma, up through the floor and into the base of your spine, up your spine, up, up, up. See the light travel up and through your head, chakra. And now the light pours out through the top of your head and envision like the light is pouring a gentle sparkling white and gold umbrella stream of light out around yourself, falling out as in a bubble over your entire body, all the way down to the ground. Sit and soak in this light shining and falling around your body. In your environment and safe space, now envision yourself surrounded by this white light shower as it's formed a bubble around your whole body, down to where you sit. The white light is pouring love, protection, and healing all around you. Sit in this bubble. Notice you can see out while being hugged by this white light. Notice you can see holes in the bubbles that allow you to interact with the outer world but these bubble blocks the negative. No bad energy may enter into your bubble. Only love and light is poured out of the holes. No guilt, no manipulation, no complaining is allowed in. It all bounces off this white light bubble and only your inner light can pour out. Your bubble is your screen. Sit inside your screen and lock in the grounding and protection it provides. As you sit inside the screen, 
Invoke your protectors and guides from the multi-dimensional plane. Repeat after me. I ask and invite beloved God, the Divine Mother Earth, Divine Father Sky, Stellar Centers, Maha Avatars, Avatars, and Ascended Masters, Spirit Guides, Angels, Archangels, Healed Ancestors, Call any by in by name, and all my teachers, and only those entities of light can be with me and protect me. Come and be with me. Present yourself. Step forward. I am here. I am waiting. And wait. You may see them. You may feel them. You may see colors or words. Just trust your experience. Now tell them, show me your message, guide me through this life, and present to me divine and clear signs. Guard me against the darkness and negative energies. Let me trust that I am protected and loved. Change me into someone who is fully loving and light. Let everything that needs to repel, repel. Let what needs to attract, attract. Thank you. I am you, you are me, we are one. Sit in the space of receiving for a bit. As you bring your awareness back to this earth plane, take a deep breath in and a deep breath out. Listen for any final message source wants to share with you before you move on with your day. Thank your guides for showing up and giving you your message. Tell them to freely come and go as they wish. Wiggle your toes, wiggle your fingers, and start blinking your eyes to bring yourself back to the present and into your body. Softly gaze at something in the room as you open your eyes and take another breath in the present. And thank yourself for your practice breathing out. Know that you are now grounded and protected against the dark energies and entities that will try and suck your empath soul dry. Shine on, beautiful. Namaste. listening and thank you for reviewing the podcast i wanted to share another beautiful review on the podcast is titled powerful inspiring raven scott is somebody with a powerful mission so many people have been through these awful relationships but never knew that others have been in the same boat a powerful show with a powerful purpose Not only she has a podcast, but she offers her own program to help people on a more serious level. Keep it coming, Raven. Thank you so very much. I plan to do so. Keeping it coming with bringing you a new app as well. So excited. I appreciate your review. Thank you so much. And remember, everybody, keep your unique light shining.
Swear I won't forget this Why do I regret this? In my mind reckless Thoughts are feeling endless Sitting up I'm breathless Anxiety's infectious I feel so defenseless Betrayed and embarrassed I hate being open I hate being broken I feel like an ocean Filled up with emotion Anger ain't a potion Rub it on like lotion I can feel it soaking Reopen The scars have awoken I can't move on till I let go I feel so lost, never at home.